Hey there, and welcome back. And today I am really excited to share with you somebody that is going to make you think outside of the box, help you understand more about what we've been talking about often, which is energy, but in a different way. And it's relevant to right now. Her story is going to probably hit home to a lot of you. And, you know, there are people that I interview that I'm like, oh, yes, so excited. And as I was doing my own research, I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, one, I wish I were like locally in New York, which hopefully I will be soon because I will definitely come see this woman. But I also really just had a connection with how she interacts with people and makes them feel. So I am positive that you will feel the same way. Please welcome Lara Riggio to the show. You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Lara, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I love your show and I'm super excited to be here. Well, as we always get into this, it's interesting because there are those that will know you and those that will soon know you. But I like to give I like to give people a, a just like, hey, I'm throwing you into the water. It's a splash. Tell us about you and let's dive right into your significant relaunch and how that's impacted you to where you are today. Okay. So first of all, I practice something called energy work or energy medicine. And I got into doing this work because years ago I had chronic fatigue. I was tired all the time. I was drinking four grande Americanos to get through my day. And after a while, because of adrenal fatigue from all the caffeine, that wasn't even working. And I had been a professional dancer. I was a personal trainer at the time. And I couldn't work out because every time I would try, I would get sick. I had been to doctor after doctor, and no one really seemed to be able to help me. I did go to a really incredible nutritionist who got me on a, an elimination diet. I took wheat, dairy, and sugar out of my diet, and I felt better, but I still didn't really feel myself until I started seeing an energy medicine practitioner uh, in Brooklyn, and I felt different after the first session. And then each week I went back, I felt a little bit better. And after I'd say about a month of going, and it really shifted for me when I started doing the exercises on my own, I wound up in the very beginning, I was walking up each flight of stairs to her um, home office and having to rest in between each flight. Mm. After about a month of seeing her and doing the exercises on my own, I bounded up all four flights with ease and go, it was like, wow, I'm really getting better. Like that was the proof in the pudding. And so I use energy work to help people really overcome a myriad of different issues from musculoskeletal issues, back pain, neck pain, um, to insomnia. I've helped people that have symptoms of PTSD overcome their triggers so they can live um, more confident, 
peaceful lives. And I also help people with sabotaging beliefs that they may not even know they have, but they're having trouble moving forward in their life. So they want to be in a relationship and they've been stuck and been unable to, to find that love of their life. They've wanted to make that career move and, move and have felt stuck. We look at what are some of the subconscious emotional patterns that are keeping you where you are and unable to move forward. And we can also reprogram those in the body. Okay. And so everyone out there is like, all right, if you didn't hit the first one, the second one, the third, fourth, 10th <laughs> one, perhaps it was the 20th one that you're like, wait, 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 that's me. <laughs> but for those, I'm going to, I'm going to back you up. All right. Just a second. What exactly? I mean, are we talking about like an acupuncture type of thing, moving energy for those that don't understand energy work, help us understand the basics of, of what that really means. So energy work in, in, in what I do encompasses Chinese medicine, which acupuncturists use. Now I don't needle, but I tap meridian points or hold meridian points. And that gets energy flowing through the body um, better. Okay, helps to balance your, your, your energies running through your body. I also work with the chakra system, okay, the Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic chakra system. And what's cool is when you combine those two different schools of thought, um, it's the results are really, are really profound. And the same way that, well, what's very cool about energy work as opposed to the way that Western medicine views things. And I have to say, I use Western medicine. I trust Western medicine, but Western medicine doesn't look at the heart of the emotional um, issue. Okay. So like every physical issue, I believe also has an emotional driver to it. And Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, look at that. In Chinese medicine, each meridian it sends energy to a specific organ. It also affects muscles that relate to that organ. And it also affects the emotions that relate to that organ. So for example, your spleen meridian, okay, it, it can affect the way you feel from 9 to 11 a.m. It can affect how you metabolize sugar and how you digest and assimilate new information in your life emotionally. Um, so, and it can, it can, so it can affect the way you digest food and your energy level after you eat, it can also affect the way that you're processing a change in your life. And when you manipulate that meridian, give energy to it, sedate it or strengthen it, whatever it needs, you're actually boosting the ability to assimilate information better in your life emotionally, but also process sugars and food better. So Chinese medicine, and like I said, Ayurvedic medicine too, they affect you emotionally and physically. And the results are pretty immediate. You can feel a pretty immediate shift. And if you want, I can just show, give everybody a taste of it right now. Would you like me to do Ooh, that? absolutely. Okay. So the <laughs> thing about it, I can talk about energy medicine until the cows come home. Until you actually experience it, you don't understand it. So we're going to do an exercise right now. And this is an exercise that I learned from my teacher, Donna Eden. And this was the book, Energy Medicine, that I found that led me to that practitioner years ago. And this is one of her first exercises. Okay. One of the first exercises she teaches. So before I do it, I just want everybody out there just to rate your energy level on a scale of one to 10, one being pretty low, 10 being pretty high. Just see how you feel. Okay. 
Now we're just going to tap some points. So I want you to right here on your cheeks. These are stomach meridian points. Okay. So and for those that are just listening, where we've got our cheeks, just right at yep. you put blush so, on your little apples. Yep. So if you go down below, like the center of your eye, right at the very front of your cheekbone, I'd say you know a little bit out from your nose on either side. You're going to tap the front of your cheekbone. These are stomach meridian points, and as you tap these points you're gonna be stimulating energy flow to your stomach meridian. From an emotional standpoint, stomach meridian can help you trust the process of life. So if you're a big worrier, <laughs> this is a good mm. point to tap. So if you're an obsessive worrier, you can just think to yourself as you tap these points, I'm willing to release worry and trust that everything's gonna work out. Things usually do. I can trust things are gonna work out because they usually do. Okay, now we're going to move to the kidney meridian. So what you're going to do to find that, we're going to go to a key kidney meridian point. Go from your neck straight down to the base of your neck where you feel a bone. That's your clavicle. You're going to go underneath that bone. And if you rub underneath that bone, these are K27 points, key kidney meridian points. They may be a little sore. Go ahead and tap those points. Now, whenever you have any point that's tender, it means that energy running through it is a little bit blocked. So as we tap this point, we're gonna be moving energy through it. Does and it make sense that, does it make sense that one of the areas is more tender than the other? One of the sides? the left side more tender than the right? Yes. Okay. So your left side is your yin side. It is the part, it's the side of your body. Um, and it relates to meridians that work all the time. Your female meridians work all the time. So your heart, your kidney, your liver, your spleen. And so when you stimulate these and you feel a little bit more tender on the left, it means that your system may need a little bit of a break. You may need, may need some rest or we may need to send some more energy to these. <laughs> I may need rest. Oh yeah. boy, is that not true? <laughs> okay, so there we go. We've tapped those points. And I don't know if you guys can feel, but right now I'm feeling more of a buzz through my whole body. Yeah, mm -hmm. feel that energy starting to move, okay? Mm -hmm. And just FYI, kidney meridian is about, from an emotional standpoint, either shame or blame or being kind and gentle with oneself. And one of the things that we can do to be kinder and gentler to ourselves is give ourselves more rest. I think all of us just don't rest enough. So that's, that's something that we maybe could need a little bit more of if those points are tender. So now we're going to go to spleen and liver points. So go from your chest. If you go from your breast straight down on your rib cage and you tap your rib cage in the front. So what I'm seeing you do is with your fists. You're actually yeah. not just tapping with you the finger. with your fingers. I like to okay. do it with my fists so I can recover a little bit more of a surface area here. So as you tap this point, again, if these are sore, these are going to correlate to liver and spleen meridians. And as you tap these points, you can think to yourself, I can give myself the time to nurture myself uh, and I can have more compassion for myself and give myself the time and space I need to process what's coming my way. Okay. But a lot of times, now, I think Lara, like, yep. Lara, Lara, what I'm hearing you do is not only are you tapping mm -hmm. or what I'm doing, pounding, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you also should be saying, saying these, you know, well, I just want you to listen to them and, and get the full benefit of 
stimulating this meridian, not only physically, because through our tapping, but also emotionally. Yeah, so so I'm, just, I'm just giving a little bit of an emotional message. Like you can have more compassion for yourself. You can nurture yourself and give yourself the time and space that you need to replenish your resources so you can be your best. Okay. Now just stop and see how you guys feel. How's your energy level now compared to it was be where it was before. Where is it now? Mine is higher and my ears are buzzing. <laughs> I definitely feel a little more up myself. Yeah. Uh, and I do that throughout my day. If you guys are out there sitting at your computer, I don't know how people, I do energy work in front of my computer all day with my clients. And one day I was on a Zoom class learning something I was really interested in. And I was so exhausted by the end of the day, even though I was highly stimulated. And I thought to myself, well, I didn't do any energy work. So just doing this, what we did, like won't take long at all. You could tap each one of those points for 10 times and you automatically balance your energy system and you're going to feel better throughout your day, just sitting in front of your computer. Well, and I said, as I got on with you, that I've been doing podcast after podcast and I, I was a little draggy when we first started. And I, I'm one of those that I give my best to try to, woohoo, let's, you know, bring up that energy. But I have to say what we just did, I feel, um, I definitely feel more alert for sure. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that, like, I, I feel that way. So very, very cool. But going back, so now we all understand we've seen this, this improvement within ourselves. And there is that, that notion, and I believe it's more holistic, which is what you're saying with um, the Ayurvedic and the Chinese versus Western is only in the last, what, hundred years with medicines and, you know, kind of putting the medicine out there to not, I don't want to just say mask the problem because a lot of times the medicines are, are for good reasons, but the other and the tapping, it, it gets you to really have all of your body working in conjunction. Is that it right? Gets, it balances you. So it balances your system. It doesn't treat a symptom. So where I believe Western medicine is very good at treating symptoms. Like I have to say, you know, when I have an infection, I want to take an antibiotic to kill the bacteria in my body. Western medicine is really effective at that, at treating an issue. What Eastern medicine is really good at is treating the person, is strengthening the person's system so that their immune system is stronger and then can you know, fight the infection better. So that, that's the distinction that I make about it. Which is perfect segue into going into a really significant relaunch that you've recently had around COVID. Can you mm -hmm. share about that experience? Sure. And it, it, I love your, I love the term relaunch because this is something that I've always believed um, what I'm about to share. It's something that um, I actually practice, you know, a lot, but in this circumstance, I was tested. And um, so the story is Around Thanksgiving last year, my husband and I had been so, 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 so careful um, about, you know, social distancing, really making sure that we were protecting ourselves with masks and everything. And around Thanksgiving, we we're going to get together with the family. And I was starting to feel this gut reaction that something was not right. 
in me. Like I just, this was not safe. And even though everybody had been social distancing as well, you know, and I had talked extensively with people about what their protocols were and everything else, um, I just had this gut reaction. It did not feel safe to me. And I talked myself out of it because everyone's protocols were, you know, they, they, they checked all the boxes. Okay. And ultimately what wound up happening is my husband got COVID and he was sick as a dog somehow. And I think possibly the energy work had something to do with it. I didn't get it. And I was around the person and around him literally the morning he was diagnosed, I had slept in the same bed with him the night before. So it's a miracle that I did not get it. And um, one of the theories I have, and I don't know if this is actually true or not, um, because I know some people just get it and some people don't, but um, you know, they do say if you've been exposed, drinking hot water and drinking, um, you know, fluids can help to flush it through your air passages so that it doesn't get lodged there and doesn't have a chance to fester and grow in the places where we, we, our bodies are most vulnerable, vulnerable. Um, well, I was doing that like crazy, um, you know, Listerine, but I was also flushing my system with energy constantly. I was moving my energy system the way that we just did every hour I was doing energy work just to keep myself super strong. Cause I really did feel like any second I could get sick. Now we have a newborn at that point, oh. he was about six months old and I was, um, you know, the person that we wound up contracting COVID from was holding him a lot. So if there was a chance he could have it, there was a very good chance I had it. And I, so if I had it, I didn't want to pass it on to him. If he had it, I didn't want it to pass it on to me. Right. Cause you could have been asymptomatic. Right. And so I was wearing a mask constantly um, and flushing my system with water and energy constantly. Um, and those were some of the hardest weeks of my life until I got to the next phase that was hard, which I'll share in a minute. Um, it, we took his temperature every day. I was taking it, sharing it with my husband on the phone because he was isolated in the room. Um, and my son's temperature was normal the whole time. Um, he wound up not eating as well, but I thought, I actually just thought he was feeding off of the stress, you know, in our home because I was highly stressed. And my husband was not doing well um, physically, you know, he would get better and then he would get worse. And by day 10, he was really not only physically, that was like his worst day physically. And then he wound up getting depressed on top of that. Mm. And um, I asked him, can I do a little bit of energy work on it? He's like, yeah, do whatever you want. He was just not in good spirits. And I was trying to pull energy through him and I was having a hard time. It was really blocked at his heart. And um, I actually texted a client of mine who I knew had COVID too. And I said, did you get really dark when you had COVID? And she was like, actually I did. It really affected me emotionally because my husband's usually not like that. So, um, I said to my husband, I said, well, listen, sweetheart, I think you've got to do something to move your energy. I can't move it through your body right now. It's kind of stuck, you know? So, and my husband is, my husband goes to church. He finds a great deal of, um, relief and, and solace in prayer. And I said, you know, can you pray? Um, can you pray? And so I said a prayer and he was like, I don't know if I can do that right now. And I'm like, okay, um, we'll just try. And so funny, I started praying. I prayed too. And I pray in a little different way. Cause I'm, I consider myself more spiritual, less religious, but you know, I started praying and I started praying to my guides, my mother who's crossed over. I pay, prayed to, you know, the universe, his guides and, um, and also mother Mary. I said, please, 
help him open his heart so that he can, you know, move this energy through. And it was miraculous. <laughs> he texts me like two hours later going, where's my rosary? I want to say a rosary. I'm like, why? What happened? Mm -hmm. He had gotten a note from his friend that he was invited to a private rosary, rosary ceremony that the cardinal was saying and for him to get online and do it. After that, his mood shift, it was un unbelievable. And I do believe that prayer moves energy through your body. So he, again, was moving energy through his body. He was able to move some of that blocked energy through and feel better. So number one lesson is that energy, you know, really can work to help move dis-ease through your body. But then as we go on, my, my, we, everybody gets better in my house. You know, we're back to normal for about two weeks on Christmas day. My son has his first infantile spasm, which is a mini seizure. And he was just doing these weird jerky motions that I thought were odd. Wound up videotaping his second one the next day. They sent us to the emergency room immediately. And we were doing an EEG overnight. And it turns out he was having these mini seizures. It wasn't until the second time we went back to the hospital for the repeat EEG that I, both myself and our, my pediatrician were like, you have to do an antibody COVID test to see if he had it because the timing was just too uncanny, even though he wasn't really diagnosed with COVID because they couldn't really test an infant. Um, the timing was just too uncanny between him having these spasms and us having COVID in the house, because we know a lot of people have these neurological um, symptoms post-COVID. Sure. Turns out he had the antibodies. And so he had COVID and likely these, this neurological disturbance was caused from that. And so here the fallout was my poor husband gets sick. My baby could have potential brain damage from what occurred here. And so the cost of me not following my gut in that initial um, you know, in that initial, you know, thought, you know, contemplation about whether we should go to Thanksgiving or not, um, the cost was huge for me. So, um, and then after that, so he went on steroids for two weeks and then he had all these digestive issues as a result of, you know, going on the steroids. So it was a good four months before he, my son was back to normal. And, I'm doing on energy work on him constantly. You know, I took off work for a good two months just to, to support him through this. And so there's a bunch of upside here. Um, and the first being though, the first actually being that I will never again, ever not follow my gut reactions. And I remember the moment I was washing the dishes. Okay. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I know I'm having this gut reaction and I, and I was talking to myself and it's completely unfounded. And I thought to myself, well, if something bad happens, I'll be able to handle it. Okay. Cause I have this faith in myself of being able to handle problems and adversity. But I thought now looking back, I go, why, why do I have to handle anything? If my gut is actually telling me something's awry Instead, what I'm doing now is I'm leaning into, well, if I feel unsafe right now and my intuition and my gut are telling me this situation isn't safe, even though my mind is, I need to lean into how would it feel safe? So my repeat of this was a lot different at Easter when we were planning another family get together 
and my gut reaction was coming up again, instead of pushing it off and instead of, you know, talking myself out of this, thinking I'm, I'm crazy, whatever, I'm overreacting. I actually leaned into, well, what does feel safe? So how could I have what I want, which is to be with my family, but how would it be safe, feel safe to be with my family? And, you know, I thought about, well, it would feel safe for me to go there. I knew that um, my husband's parents had been social distancing and they had actually had both their, both their vaccinations. So they were safe. And that, when I leaned into the idea of feeling into that, that felt like that was a good idea. I could handle that. When the other family that was going to come over, even though they had actually had COVID, when I knew that they were going to come over, um, but they had gotten off a plane three days earlier, <laughs> I thought, well, it doesn't feel safe to me to be in the house with them, but it would feel safe for us to eat outside and be together outside. I felt like I, I just mm -hmm. visualized you myself listening to your inner voice. Yeah. And then that yeah. felt safe. And so I had this conversation with my husband and then with his family and everybody was like, sure, we can do it outside. And I thought to myself, why from now on, there's no reason not to speak my truth, ask for what I need, you know, and do it with love and grace because ultimately I give myself emotional security. No one else does. And this is the big relaunch for me. So while I have always been, um, you know, one of my favorite applications of energy medicine is whenever I'm feeling upset, that we can tap some of those same points and release those upsetting emotions so that then I can get in touch with my heart and figure out what I want in situations. And, um, but what I realized happened in this situation was I wasn't, I was listening to my emotions and it was a sign something wasn't right. But because I didn't want other people in that situation to feel anxious or concerned or, or whatever, and I didn't really know, it was also wintertime at that point, so it was a little bit like we either go or we don't go. Um, so I guess the stakes were a little higher in that situation um, because there weren't as many options or I wasn't aware of all the options. Um, I just thought, well, I don't want these other people to you know, be anxious, upset, or whatever will make it work. But again, not following my gut and not following my um, intuition, boy, did it cost me. Mm -hmm. And there probably would have been a way if I, you know, having gone through this experience, you know, now knowing there's probably always a way to feel, to get what you want, to, to be with family potentially, and then also to do it in a way that feels safe to you. So, um, and your gut is going to tell you if it's right or it's not right. And so this big lesson about paying attention to your gut and knowing that the only person out there that is going to ever be able to give you emotional security is you. You are responsible for taking care of yourself and making choices, which ultimately keep you safe and free and happy. Um, and it's, I have a friend, um, who's an amazing psychotherapist by the name of Terry Cole, who's got a great book out right now called um, Boundary Boss, which she talks about this in the book, um, you know, all he the time. Terrific. I've interviewed uh, him, yeah. I've uh, and him. so, you know, one of the things that has always sold me on setting boundaries in my relationships and asking me for what I need is something that she pointed out to me, which is when you don't, your relationships ultimately suffer. 
And in this situation, my relationship with my family didn't really suffer, but everybody suffered because people got COVID. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it really was, it was really dramatic. And so, um, again, this, this relaunch is about a deeper understanding of something I always thought to be true, that it's really important to speak your truth and ask for what you need in your relationships. Um, but also like when you don't, you know, and when you don't give yourself that emotional security, the cost can be really high. Oh, and so now this is, I mean, invaluable. And for so many people, it is really hard. You've got social pressure. You've got, you know, your own internal, you know, you're, you're against one. Yes, I should do it. No, I shouldn't do it. Oh, I think I'm my intuition saying this, but my head is thinking this. You got to pay attention. As you said to the gut, you have to, the intuition that like that voice that's trying to let you know something that it might be even screaming at you, do not put it in the closet and shut the door. Yep. I, I mean, I, I think what you're saying is so critical. And then you've also given us so much to think about in terms of, you know, the idea that, you know, if we're all energy, right, we're all made up of energy. And if there's blocks and that's, that's how things happen in our body and we've got to keep things going through. And when you have something that is like, as I was, you know, tapping on myself, there's certain points that, you know, don't feel as good as others. And that's just that blocked energy. And so, uh, you know, I, I, this paying attention to your gut and how do you, after now you're saying I'm paying attention, like you said, you came up with alternatives that made sense for you that allowed you to have a sense of security. I mean, that in itself is, you know, a pearl that we all could take away from this. Um, for the people that are sitting here saying, oh my gosh, this, this makes sense. I need some of this help in terms of moving the energy through their own body. How do you work with people? How do you help them now that you have some of this, you know, new profound information to help them get more attuned with their intuition, their gut, have energy, keep moving through. How do you work with people? So when I work with people, I usually start with the upset and I say, okay, so why are you here? What's upsetting you? Either what is that thing in your body that doesn't feel good? Why are you, you know, you know, what else is like, are you not sleeping? Like people come to me with some issue. A lot of times it's physical or it's emotional. Like I just, you know, I can't do this thing I want to do. So we start in the upset and I always say upset is access because our bodies And our emotions are always telling us that something in the way that we're living is not aligned with our heart. And that's why we have dis-ease in our body or in our life. And so I ask my clients to pull up that feeling in their body. Okay. Um, And I can show you what, can I show another exercise? Are you you cool with that? Okay. So for everybody out there, I want to give you this, an experience of this right now. So If there's any dis-ease in your body right now, okay, where you feel tightness in your neck, your jaw, maybe your stomach, or you have a dis-ease in your body because you're anxious about something or worried about something, I want you to focus on it, okay? And you can also think about a life circumstance, anything that's bothering you right now because you feel like it's, it's stuck in some way. You could think about that if you want. 
and just tap into your body. Go from your head and kind of do a scan down through your head and down through your neck and down through your torso and just see like, where is this feeling or this constricted energy being held in my body? And then we're gonna now move it, okay? So you're just gonna start, we're gonna start tapping meridian points. So tap in between your eyebrows. So right in between your eyebrows, so above your nose for those people listening, and in between your eyebrows, just gonna tap this. And I want you to just focus on the constriction. So I can, you can just think these words as we're tapping, I can breathe into this constriction or stress and help my body digest it. And now you're gonna move your hands to the outside of your eyebrows. So on your temples, and you're just gonna tap here and just think to yourself, I can feel the signal my body is giving me that something's not quite right. I can tap on it and help my body digest it. Now go to the front of your cheeks again. We tapped this earlier and tap the front of your cheeks as you just think to yourself, as I tap these points and allow my body to let go of the stress, to better digest it, and to feel more grounded, I can get clearer on what I want. And now go under your nose, above your lip. I am willing to let go of this tightness and constriction and tap into my heart and figure out what I want or need right now and now go under your lips okay on your chin i am willing to tap into this tightness and actually literally tap these points to help release it so i can think more clearly about what i want and then go under your clavicle tap those kidney points again under your clavicle I can inhale and exhale tension and stress out of my body. Go to your sternum right in the center. I can inhale into this constriction, tightness or anxiety, and then exhale it out as I tap it out. And then you're gonna go on your rib cage, just below your chest. I am willing to release any remaining anxiety or tension so I can more easily tap into my heart and think about what I want or need in the situation. And then the top of your head, just tap there. I can let go and tap into my heart and figure out what I want and need right now. And now just place your hands on your heart and tap into it and close your eyes and just ask your body, what do I need right now? Even if it was a physical issue, like back pain or, or neck pain, like what does my body need right now? And maybe you just hear like it's say a break, you know, go lay down for 10 minutes or, you know, what does my body need right now? Might need to walk around the block. What do I need in this situation? You know, maybe you get the answer more time, but just doing this, releasing the stress and the emotion around any situation, physical or emotional, can then help you be able to clear the static and then get in touch with your heart. And then once you get in touch with your heart and ask it what it needs, you can give yourself what you need to focus your energy in the direction you want to go versus being reactive to whatever your circumstances are. 
Because often when we're, you know, when our body's telling us something's wrong, neck pain or whatever, it's usually a sign in a lot of cases that there's something emotionally off. Okay. We've made a choice knowingly or unknowingly that's not really aligned with what we want. And it could just be being overscheduled, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we then make a choice that's more aligned with how we want to live and how we want to feel than just reacting to what's happening and staying and upset about it? Because that way you're directing your energy toward what you want, not toward what you don't. So great. So that was Uh, a big session. Awesome. That was so great. So how do people get in touch with you? If they want to understand more, they want to work with you, what can they do? So they can email me at lara at lararigio.com. It's my website. Um, And another thing that you guys can do is look at, I will give you some of my favorite resources. I have a blog that has all of these specific individualized exercises to help you release obsessive emotions. So you can tap large intestine, which is about letting go with stomach to alleviate worry. You can tap large intestine with in between the eyebrows, um, bladder meridian to help alleviate overwhelm. So you can go down this list and actually see, oh my God, I feel worried right now. Or I feel feel, fear, feel fearful and tap those specific points and so alleviate bad. them pretty, you know, alleviate those emotions pretty quickly. So that's a favorite. I'll give you the link to that. Um, awesome. And for everyone, we will have this in the relaunchco.com in the show notes. Don't worry. It's all going to be there. And I have to ask you your favorite beauty product by name. My favorite beauty product actually is right here. Cause I wear it all the time. It's Burt's Bees. Um, I believe it's just their, it's their lip gloss, but it's got a tint to it. And I love the red Dahlia because it gives a little bit of color, but it doesn't dry out my lips. Yeah, so I, it's, it's a good, it's a good one. I have that too. I love it. Very good. Life-giving. I mean, I just look at myself. Wow. I look fresh all of a sudden with this great moisturizing <laughs> lip balm because I'm not a lipstick fan at all. So. Well, this that has is my been. Favorite. So awesome. And you've given us practical takeaway action items, which is so perfect for us all. And I want to wrap it up with asking you one last question. What does powerhouse of possibility mean to you? Oh, wow. I just got chills when you said that. I felt it up my spine. So powerhouse of possibility, I'm just going to say energy. It means energy. And I mean, I don't, I mean, I literally got this chill up my spine when you said that powerhouse of possibility. I think that we all are powerhouses of possibility and your power is really in your choices. And the reason I think we often make maybe not the best choices for ourselves as I even did, right, is we let our emotions get the best of us and we react to situations versus consciously choosing what we want in them. And so I hope I've given you the tools today so that you can release any upsetting emotions and be a a powerhouse of possibility, right? That's what you called it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that you are constantly choosing what you want based on your heart's desires. Because I do believe our hearts are connected directly to our souls and to the divine. And when we are acting from a place of love, self-love and love for others, We are always going to make a choice that is aligned with abundance versus lack. 
and it's going to serve us better and everyone around us better. So Lara, how awesome is that? Thank you so much for being on the My show. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at the Relaunch Co dot com backslash podcast until next time there's always a silver lining and now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations